Hi everyone, welcome back to With Love Alexa. This week I am excited to have Nancy Zucker, the founder of Say It With Hearts, in studio with me today. She also practices healing touch and Reiki. I'm so excited to have her with me and let's bring her on. Hi. Hey Alexa, <laughs> thanks for having me today. Of course, thank you for coming. My pleasure. I'm Oh, go. <laughs> I just wanted to say again, thanks for having me. And as you said, my name is Nancy, and I am the creator of Say It With Hearts. Say It With Hearts is a tin of heart-shaped message tokens meant to be shared with the intention of uplifting and acknowledging and encouraging communication and reflection with the people around us. Um, a tin of Say It With Hearts offers 48 unique opportunities to ripple positivity into the world, which is absolutely my goal. Simply by handing out these message hearts, the giver boosts their own emotional wellness as well as the receivers, causing a rise in the positive energy around us, which is what I'm all about, is raising the energy and vibration of love. My mission for Say It With Hearts is to deliver messages of positivity and acknowledgement with the intention of spreading love worldwide. That's so amazing. Like, I've seen, I love your website, and it's just a really great thing to have out when this with this world nowadays it's with technology and just everything it can get kind of crazy and people more negative because of social media absolutely so. absolutely so you mentioned my website and i invite all your listeners to visit my website sayitwithhearts.com where you can learn more about these tiny but powerful hearts and watch testimonials of people who are both givers and receivers of the hearts and I encourage you to snag a tin of your own and join me in my efforts to positively impact and the emotional well-being of not only yourself, but other receivers. What inspired you to like start? It's kind of a long story, but I'll sum it up and say that I've always been a person who loves to give and be open-hearted, and I'm a great communicator. So roughly 10 years ago, um, I felt this nudge from the universe to pay attention to how people's communication style was becoming more distant and self-involved and I listened and I started observing what people were saying and how they were saying it and how they were interacting with things that were going on around them and me and I would go through my days and notice that people were becoming more and more disengaged with each other this was when people really started carrying cell phones, like you mentioned, technology. This is when people started carrying their cell phones with them, and I was constantly observing people looking down instead of looking up, and I was constantly thinking um, that people were always interested in just jumping to the next thing, going on to the next piece of their day or the next line item on their agenda. And I felt this very heavy feeling around people I felt like they were really losing sight of that instant moment-to-moment -moment communication with people. We never hardly even had eye contact with one another anymore. It was just always zipping around, doing something, or multitasking. Um, so I also felt like when there was communication, people were being guarded. And when they were talking about whatever it was we were speaking about, everything was very superficial. And it was very confusing. and it was very upsetting to me. So um, the longer I observed these stories and the more stories and experiences that I had from others, it became clear that people were very overwhelmed, they were stressed out, and they always seemed to be measuring themselves against others. So to me, again, this was very frustrating and very concerning because I'm a, 
out for this loving, peaceful environment mm -hmm. around me. And I yeah. try to put that forward. And when people are not responding, I notice a difference and it's something I want to correct. So um, we know that people are juggling all aspects of their lives. They have kids, perhaps. They are illnesses in their families or with themselves, work, finances, relationships. But the phone was so accessible and people were always checking in with that. So in my opinion, phones were not bringing people together, but they were stressing people out more and separating us. So I began to feel like everything was urgent. You had to answer an email right away, or you had to check in with that text, or you had to check in on Facebook. Yep. <laughs> and again, people were just not in that present moment. So um, this added element is what I was trying to address when I finally started say it with hearts so despite my efforts to stay clear of the pitfalls there were and so many times i still find myself showing these signs of you know behaviors as well it just takes being conscious of my commitment to appreciating the task at hand to be present in every moment that yeah, that's amazing. Um, like two things I was actually going to say too is I'm a communication major. That was my mm, degree. Yeah. So in a couple of my favorite classes were like the interpersonal, which is like between two people. And it's like I was like I've learned so much like different things that it's like a lot of it doesn't happen anymore. Right. We are very in our own little spaces and uh, it's very upsetting to me yeah. so after i went on observing this for several years and i was bringing up my kids and i was encouraging them to be better communicators and to look at people and to use you know different intonations in their voices and to put their phones away uh, i think my kids were the last kids to get phones in their school in their grades yeah they always were frustrated with that but anyways um that was <laughs> part of the reason why is because i wanted them to learn those people skills yeah you know and to pay attention to what they were doing so i had to become very aware of what i was putting out into the universe mm -hmm. um so s about seven years ago during a meditation i got a super clear message that I needed to amp up my interactions with strangers as well as my family and friends, which I had always been doing, but mm -hmm. now it needed to be with strangers. Yeah. I needed to initiate the conversations. I needed to encourage people to look up and engage with me. I needed to do my part to break the cycle of disengagement. Um, and it was part of my healing that I realized would benefit all people. And I believe that we each have this role to play out in our life's journey and spreading love and positivity has always been part of my life. And I realized at that moment of that during that meditation mm -hmm. that every act of love and kindness that I had shown was now readying me for this very task. And it was really, really powerful. Um, so it was at that point, Say It With Hearts began, and I didn't even call it that, and I did not realize at <laughs> all that I was setting the groundwork for a business like this because I was not really ever business-minded. Right, you were just doing it because that's what you wanted to do. Exactly. And sometimes that's better because now, like, you doing this, like, let's say it's your job, or it doesn't feel like a job, it's just because you love it so much. Absolutely, it is my heart, and that is what I tell people. So um, I just knew that I had to do it and I knew that people were hurting and that they were fearful on the deep down inside parts, you know, that it, they needed the encouragement and that needed to be lifted up and they needed to be reminded of the abundance around us. And they needed to be reminded that we are and they are worthy of love and peace at every turn in their lives. Yep. Everyone is worthy of love 
and peace. Um, and they needed to be reminded that there's an enormous amount to be grateful for every single day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just on an airplane um, yesterday coming back from visiting my oldest son, and I'm not a really comfortable flyer. And all I kept thinking during that whole flight was, oh, I'm so grateful that the pilot knows what he's doing. <laughs> because I was certainly, you know, an un- just in an uncomfortable situation. So, yes, we just need yeah. to be grateful for everything around us and pay attention. Um, people need to be brought into this very present moment. And even if it's for a brief moment, living in the moment is, an, to me, an absolute must. Yeah. Because that's all we are guaranteed is this moment. So we must make the best of it. I um, know that all too well. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for everything that you've been through, yes, definitely. Um, so I began to carry this little pouch, um, and they were filled with hand-cut, handwritten message hearts, and I kept them in my purse and in my car, and I used to sit at my kitchen table, and first I cut them all out, <laughs> and then I was gluing pieces of paper together because I wanted the piece, the heart to be thick enough, Yeah. and then I was cutting them out with a punch, and then I, I mean, I, went, I have been doing this for a really long time, and it's evolved since then, but I would handwrite every single message and leave some blank and just carry them around in my purse um, or in my jacket, I was never, ever, ever without hearts for years and years and years. It was, <laughs> it was great, and I will admit, um, it was awkward at first, you know, walking up to someone and yeah. saying, um, "I just want to say, I really noticed that you're doing a great job at whatever you're doing, and I really appreciate you." And handing them this message heart, and it was a physical token that seemed to mean more than just saying the words because they could keep it many times people put it on their desk or keep it in Mm -hmm. their car or on their computer and you come back and you see that and it's this physical token for them to be reminded of that moment yeah so that was that is very cool yeah no like um one of my friends for a birthday like a while back um made me like a little mason jar and put like all these little notes and stuff and it was like so special and I kept it with me for in college and so it's like when you're upset about something you can like pull one out and it's like you realize absolutely absolutely I've made those for people myself so it's a great idea um, once I stopped handing out the hearts I just could not stop and I loved the human to human connection it was just great to hand somebody a heart and then um, they would just look at you with this big eyes and wonderments thinking oh my gosh this is so great I needed to hear this very message and hey do you have one to share because I know someone who could use a boost and so you see the ripple effect that you hear about you see it in action in play just right before your very eyes yeah and it it just really makes a difference when you acknowledge people Um, so that was just a really great moment for me some people will get a heart and they'll actually put their hand on their chest, on their heart, and take a nice big deep breath in and just say, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that. People have cried, people have reached out and hugged me, people have called over their coworkers or peers, look what I got, oh wow, this is so cool, you know, whatever. It's just been a very unique and powerful interaction every time I do it. And you know, Alexa, even when people take the heart and look at you like you're kind of off the the grid there for a minute (laughs) (laughs) even when that happens they keep it Mm -hmm. and they reflect upon the message maybe later on maybe in private whatever 
mm-hmm. and it means something to them. And I know that is true because people have told me that that's what's happened. They were just so shocked to get acknowledged. Especially nowadays, normally, if anything, it might be just words or a text even, and like, it doesn't mean as much. Right. And I, I think a lot of times people, especially in service um, arenas, people get the negativity mm-hmm. more than getting the positivity. And so it is, again, they're just not expecting it. So it's really, it's great. And not only do the hearts help me or the receiver, they help me too. So if I'm having a bad day, Mm -hmm. I will give out even more hearts or I'll go to a, um, like the supermarket and sit in the, or walk them down the aisles and just put hearts on everybody's car. And sometimes I've waited to see when people come out (laughs) <laughs> and it's really quite awesome um, to see people's reactions. And again, if they drive away with the heart on their their car, to me, that just means that it's not the exact time they need to hear that message yet. But when they recognize that there's something on their window and they go and look at the message yeah. and the heart, they will get the message that they need to hear at that very moment. So sometimes we have to be patient. Yes. <laughs> it's a very impactful thing. Yes. Absolutely. So um, anybody can hand out hearts. Anybody. I've had kids handing out hearts. I've had my 80-year-old mother handing out <laughs> hearts. My friends and family. Everybody can hand it out. It's um, There's a section on my website, sayitwithhearts.com, where there's a great list of how to share the hearts just so you can get started. Did you happen to see that when you perused the website? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So I'm just going to share a couple examples. Um when you come across somebody who probably doesn't get acknowledged often, you just give them a heart. Think about all of the doctors and nurses and teachers and maintenance staff at different buildings, the caregivers and bank tellers, mm-hmm. firefighters and police officers. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, everybody can be acknowledged and you just it's a joyful moment. Uh, when someone is struggling, you can give them a heart. You don't have to really even say anything. You can simply lay it down next to them. If your kids are going off to school or um, if you're traveling and you know someone who's traveling, put a heart in their suitcase or in the laundry mm-hmm. basket or in a book. When somebody opens it, I am notorious for putting hearts in library books. So if you get a heart when you open up your library book, that's probably from me. <laughs> put it on a coworker's desk. Um, yeah. You know, it's just it just brightens people's day. Um, I also put a lot of hearts in restroom um, changers, the diaper changers for the moms, because when they open up that changer and they've got perhaps a baby that may not want to lay still or whatnot, just to know that that mom is doing her best or a dad. I don't put them in the dad's ones, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) You can have someone else do that. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And really, if somebody, you notice someone's feeling alone or maybe distressed, perfect time to hand them a heart Mm -hmm. and again it can open that it's a segue to a conversation and people sometimes that's all they need to get it out and just start a conversation with somebody to feel better and so I have done that on multiple occasions and so it is a boost for we're talking about all these people with mental health issues these Mm -hmm. days and we I'm just trying to encourage people to talk and to look at each other and not go on Facebook or social media as much so yeah yeah. (laughs) I actually sometimes try and like 
like if I'm with like my parents, let's say, or even like my boyfriend, like I really don't need a phone. Sometimes I'll even leave it at home, just because like and it almost like de-stresses me a little. Yes. I agree with that. If I could do that more often, yeah. I simply would. Uh, handing out a heart can change the course of somebody's day and or life. Yeah. And it's really, it can be very powerful. I think a good place to do it too, it's like sometimes like if you have a server and like maybe they're not the happiest, they could be a grumpy, that could actually, instead of getting mad or not like getting frustrated yourself, you can just give them a heart. Absolutely. Because you just never know what's going on in their life. I, that's funny that you should bring up a, a wait staff person because just recently I was with my girlfriend and we were eating and the wait person was very edgy to say the least and I decided to give her a heart and she actually sat down in at the booth with us and she just cried. She was just holding it together, she said, just trying to hold it together yep. during her shift. And here we told her that, you know, we, we said a few things too, but I gave her a heart and said, you are appreciated. And she just let loose. Same kind of thing happened at Costco. There was a series of events, way too long of a story here, but <laughs> a series of events that happened where it led me to the manager who, and I said, do you know somebody else who would want a heart because she had enjoyed getting her so much. And she said, over here, that person. So I went over and I gave that person a heart and she just burst out crying and went over the counter to give me this <laughs> hug. And then she just hugged in the poor person that she was helping. Just did not know what to do exactly. He's just, everything all right? She's like, you wouldn't believe this. I needed this so bad. She was really, really touched. So it just can make a difference and we never know. So people ask me, which heart saying is the best one to give a person? Because there are seven different sayings in the tin. And my answer to that is do not ever be concerned about it being the right message for the receiver. Simply trust that it is the right message. And people may not acknowledge it right away, like I said, but you definitely will make an impact just by giving the heart away. Yeah, no, I, uh, this gives me like chills. It's so <laughs> like, it's such an amazing like thing. Thank and you. there's been so many times like I've needed one or I know people that needed one, so. Yep. It's very I'm excited empowering. to start yeah. getting out there with my heart. <laughs> yeah, good, 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 good. I can't wait to hear feedback. I love to hear feedback about it. And if, you know, it, well, it's always good. I've, I've really only had one experience where the person was just so taken aback, but then that person kind of got in touch with me later and said, it wasn't you, it was because this and this and this. And actually, I was just annoyed that somebody recognized I needed to hear that oh. message. <laughs> I'm like, oops, okay. <laughs> I'm glad yeah, I guess it. that could be kind of hard too. Yeah. Like if they don't want to look like they need something. Yes, yes. There was a story of somebody who purchased a tin of hearts and then gave it to somebody. And the one message they gave was, you are enough. And when the receiver got the heart, she looked at the giver and couldn't speak because apparently, as told later to me, this individual had been cheated on by her husband. And he had told her multiple times that she was just not good enough for him. And so when the message on the heart said, you are enough, and that just triggered her because apparently every day since she had gotten that divorce, 
She repeats that to herself multiple times a day, and that was not known to the giver. That's that's crazy. It is amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> and there's many, many stories like that all the time. It just is amazing. Yeah. Those three little words, you are enough. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to... Um, so besides this, or besides, like, Say It With Hearts, I know you do a lot of, like, Reiki, and you're, like, a mentor. What's that like? Like... When did you start with that? Um, I've been doing Healing Touch and Reiki for 20 years, and I got into it because one of my children's friends' um, mother said, I think that you would be good at this. And so I checked into it, and in fact, it, it just opened up and blossomed into a whole thing. So yes, I've been practicing and learning and um unfolding myself and learning about myself and opportunities to grow for about 20 years. So it's been an amazing opportunity. Um, yeah, so I also do uh, a mentoring class for first-time families. So parents who give birth, um, it's kind of uncharted territory. Even if you have a lot of support and you have friends mm -hmm. and family around you, it's just very uncharted territory. You and your significant other have to figure out your own way to yeah. do things. And you know, you both are coming from different places and sometimes it's very different. So you have to be good communicators and you have to learn to work through it. And the class, that I offer, the group that I work with, um, it's the first navigating the first year of your baby's life. Yeah. And how different things can happen and different topics and whatnot. So it's really quite an honor to be part of that journey for people and um, be privileged to hear the stories and the, the trials yeah. and tribulations of their first year, <laughs> whether it be just because they're so sleep deprived or because they don't want to get a babysitter for that very first time yeah. or because one parent, one set of grandparents wants to see their child doing certain kind of parenting like they had done, but the, you know, the new mom is like, no, 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 that didn't work for me. Yeah. Or the new dad came from a background where it wasn't ideal and he needs to change. Whatever it is, it's just an honor to be part of that journey and people mm -hmm. trust you. Is it like a whole year? Is it a couple months? It's a five-month group, and we our hope is, is that these families, because we do it in a group, it's usually eight to ten families that get together and with the baby, and um, we just meet for the five months. So. That's so great. Like, just like everything you're doing, it's like all like helping others. Yes. Do you ever take time for yourself? <laughs> and if you do, do you ever feel selfish? Um, well, I don't necessarily feel selfish, but I definitely make time for myself. I, I do um, lots of walks in nature and I do um, reading. I absolutely hand out hearts. <laughs> it's not a chore to hand those out. So um, I am still figuring out sometimes the balance between all the pieces. So I have to believe that if one part of my life is going wacky crazy, that it's because the other parts need a rest or I need to mm -hmm. figure something out and it'll come back. Yeah. Yeah, it all comes back. So, yeah. 
It's all good. Um, I want to reiterate that it is my intention, full intention, to continue sharing these tiny but powerful heart tokens, creating moments of engagement, connection, and reflection to boost the overall energy of love. I invite you and your audience and to look at my website or to join me on Facebook or Instagram. Um, my website address is sayitwithhearts.com and please visit me at sayitwithhearts today on both Instagram and Facebook. Well, this is like such a meaningful business idea and I'm like so thankful for you coming on this week. Um, we all know that one person who is suffering and we can all take the time to give them a special heart. Um, like we said before, you can learn more at sayitwithhearts.com and it will also be in the description below as well as their social media. See you guys next week.